0: Hello, hello, hello. We're back again. This is Leonard Davila with the Mexican-American Experience, Inc. I got a good friend with me here today. All the way from Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, Mr. Joe Morales. Joe Morales is uh, a friend. He came all the way from um, from Michigan, from Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. and um, you know he wound up here in texas you know i guess that once you try tex you would never go back <laughs> so <laughs> no nah, my friend joe morales joe morales is okay. there a lot of lot everybody might know him by um he's the voice of of univision records or univision stations univision mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A worldwide company and uh joe's uh uh here in, in Austin he retired. He retired from where he was at and came back to this the huge market of Austin, Texas. My old stomping grounds. That's right. <laughs> that's where I met Joe. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And uh, in the seventies. In the seventies, gosh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Seventy uh, maybe it was seventy five. Seventy 76. 76. yeah. I... And uh now you hear Joe was all over all over the country, Joe. you. uh I was, yeah. I was in Portugal, and I heard, heard <laughs> is that Joe Morales?
1: <laughs> we just send tapes over there, even to, uh, yeah, our friends uh, in the service. And So glad to be here, first of all. Thank you very much for inviting me. So, what a You're a good friend, and uh, we go back many years, brother. And I, I'm impressed with what you're doing here. What a great concept. Uh, you're keeping up with the times, buddy. And this is a fantastic, beautiful setup here, and great microphones, You got a nice uh, roadcaster there. Wow. That's what everybody's using now, by the way, the roadcasters, (laughs) to produce and record,
0: especially on radio. My partner came up with that. I came up with the broom.
1: (laughs) Well, no, you're doing great. Good momentum here. Well, it's been a a great blessing. Uh, I've been uh, doing this now for about 40-some years, 47 years in the business. You must have been three when you started. I must no, I actually started when I was in high school. Now you mentioned I, I lived in Detroit, but I'm my family's from Laredo, San Antonio, Corpus Christi, and San Diego, Texas. My abuela was from San Diego, my grandfather from Corpus. Family scattered all over the place. So we got family in Detroit, Michigan. Um we I, got I, we got to I, Detroit in nineteen sixty eight. How'd you wind up there? Well, my dad got a job uh Working the factories, the car factories. Mm -hmm. He got a job with uh, Pontiac Motors in Pontiac, Michigan, back in 1968. So talk about a cultural shock. We arrived at a station wagon, and uh, my mom and dad used to like to listen to. My dad, Chicano music. My mom, you know, mariachi, romantic music in Spanish, trio music and things like that. But all of a sudden, we're introduced to uh, the Motown players, Marvin Gaye, Stylistics, Temptations, Barry White, Diana Ross and the Supremes. And I said, wow, this is totally different, mom. This is Spanish. This is a a, a great industry. I love this. I love this music. And uh, back then, you know, bell bottoms were in style and uh, afros and... uh, did, so you, did hit, you have an afro? No, I didn't. <laughs> I had long hair and a beard when I when I got to my <laughs> teens. Okay, not when I was nine years old. Okay, right? <laughs> but uh, we got acclimated. We got acclimated. We got uh, we adapted, and uh, you know it was a great experience. Leonard, uh, being up north, man. I used to. My dad used to love to play the old Tejano, you know, from Paulino Bernal to uh, Tony De La Rosa. Beto Villa, oh. uh, El Indio, Isidro Lopez. That was the music we used to hear uh, in the car, you know, uh, Los Fabulosos or Carlos Guzman back then was mm-hmm, performing mm-hmm. and recording, Freddie Martinez, Royal Jester's. I didn't know who they were until I got into high school. I mean, I used to hear them, but I didn't know the names of the artists. So I'm in high school and uh, I'm working at a, at a Sheraton Hotel. I started as a busboy, and my first gig, uh, my first service was uh, taking water to uh, a table where Johnny Mathis was sitting. And I, this is my first day on the job, and I spilled water on this guy. <laughs> and uh, and I said, "Oh man, I, uh, this is it. I'm out of here. I mean, this is a big superstar, and I'm uh, already spilling water all over the place. I'm kind of clumsy. I'm, I don't know how to carry these trays." <laughs> Some of these professional waiters, you know, they put them over their sh- on their shoulders yeah, right yeah. here, on their hand, facing up. Mm-hmm. And nobody, I, I, I was messing up the first day, and uh, the maitre d' asked me, Hey, Joe, do you know how to flame shiz kebabs? I said, uh, uh, "Shish kebab? You know, I'm used to Mexican food. I don't know. I didn't know what a shiz kebab is. <laughs> yeah. um, anyways, I said, well, we're gonna, I need your help. I'm, gonna, I'm flaming these with wine, and they're over a burner. This is at the, <coughs> at the Sheraton Hotel restaurant, the Chateau Louis restaurant. So, interesting story here because uh, he left, I put the pan on the burner, it was a rubber pan though, <laughs> and it melted and <laughs> everything went up in smoke. And uh, so, they evacuated everybody. This is my first day, by the way, at the Sheraton Hotel. <laughs> so, the next day the manager spoke with me and said, listen, I think uh, you're better off uh, being a bellman. A bellman? Well, so this is the guy that carries the, the luggage. I said, all right, uh, I'll do it. I'm sorry about yesterday. It was just a bad day. I was nervous. Uh, I was running everywhere trying to be, you know, trying to impress you guys. Mm -hmm. But I guess I didn't. And I'm sorry about Mr. Johnny Mathis and the fire trucks coming (laughs) in. This really happened. You
0: break it. So my pay. second,
1: I, well, being a bellman, my second day there at the Sheraton, I would go up to the front desk when people were checking in, and I would ask him, may I help you with your bags? No, thank you. I got it. I got it. So I will go back with my little cart back to the you know the bellman station, and I told the, uh, the front desk clerk, listen, you know what? We're going to have to change the, the concept here. Let me just grab the bags, put them on the cart, and I'm not even going to ask him. Just tell me, room 222, and I'll, you know, it won't make it seem, seem like it's part of the process. It's mm-hmm. a great idea. Do it. All of a sudden, I'm making 15 20 bucks a, a day in tips. And then, like, the third or fourth day, they asked me, uh, listen, you need to drive the van. You have to learn how to drive the van around here and pick up people at the uh, airport and bring them to the Silverdome. Pontiac Silverdome. Big stadium. Mm-hmm. That's where the Lions used to play, where they were whole mm-hmm. big concerts. Mm-hmm. So you're going to pick up uh, Stephen Tyler and the Aerosmith at the airport. Aerosmith? The big rock band? Yep. <laughs> I'm going to pick him <laughs> up. Oh, are you kidding? I said, it's snowing. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm sure I can drive this van. Uh, and, you know, in Detroit, it, it snowed like, I don't know, it's like seven months out of the year. I don't know. It was always cold and and always snowing or ice, you yeah. know. So Stephen Tyler, I picked him up, sat next to me, and the rest of the van in, in the back. And I was just overwhelmed that I, I just choked. I couldn't I couldn't talk. I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> but I did ask him for tickets. And I said, hey, uh, it's hard to bother you. and I, I, Would it be too much to ask for a pair of tickets for your concert? He said, we got you covered. You're going to be uh, backstage. No, I said, you don't, you don't need to give me backstage tickets. I'll just, just give me a pair of tickets. Well, anyway, at the end of the night, I was on stage right behind uh, the band, yes. Aerosmith. I was just overwhelmed. I said, wow, what a rock band. They played, you know, Walk This Way and mm. on Remember all those songs? The following week, it was Earth, & Fire. Maurice White, Philip Bailey, all the guys. I'm driving them from the airport to uh, the hotel. And uh, I asked them, can I get a pair of tickets? <laughs> <laughs> I got hooked up with tickets <clears throat> again. Mm-hmm. And then it was Crosby, Stills and & Nash. And it was Jefferson Starship back then. Uh, Aretha Franklin by herself, I picked her up. And I'm wondering, wow, every week I'm meeting new artists, and I I wonder what this means. What the heck? I was just overwhelmed.
0: I'm going to be on stage. I'm going to be up (laughs) on stage all the
1: time now. So interesting enough, um, Aretha Franklin, and then Andy Williams, remember Andy Williams? Mm -hmm. Great singer. He was a host of a national television show and very popular artist. I played tennis with him. He asked me on the way back from the airport if I played tennis. I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm in the tennis team. He said, well, can we play? I said, i got to ask permission, but I'm sure because it's you, I'll be playing. Yeah. So um, I beat him. <laughs> 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 no, well, you know what? We were just uh, kind of just yeah. volleying, volleying back and forth. and uh,
0: But you can always time. say you beat him.
1: <laughs> well, because of that, I guess uh, just my personality, I, I don't know what happened here. But thanks, you know, I'm being offered the position of front desk clerk. And I only had one sport coach and my dad's ties. So <laughs> I wear the same coat every freaking day. Every day I had the three day 11 shift. It was a, like a black sport coat. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then from there, I guess I impressed with my work ethic. I was never late, always punctual, reliable. When they asked me to work on Saturdays, I was there. Um, so I said, Joe, uh, the owner wants to visit with you. I said, the owner? Who's the owner? I know the managers. His name is Charles Lang. He owns this hotel. He's the inventor of the strapless bra. He became a multimillionaire. I said, What does he want to talk to me about? Do you know, what? he wants
0: you to be a model. No, <laughs>
1: he, uh, <laughs> yes. He says, We've been watching you. We like the way you, you know, you work and carry yourself. You're, you're bilingual, you speak Spanish. I said, I have a home in Cozumel, Mexico, and uh, I need somebody like you to help me out a little bit. I said, Meanwhile, we're going to make you night auditor. I said, what does that mean? (laughs) What is a night auditor? (laughs) Well, you're going to be balancing the machines, the cash registers at the end of the night, and we have different departments, food and beverage. We got, uh, you know, special events, you know, Mm -hmm. front desk. And you're going to be the one balancing the machines. I said, well, do I get trained for this? Because I I can barely count. (laughs) No, (laughs) I didn't say that. Anyway, so I became the night auditor. Did well. From night auditor, I became night manager, and then GM when I was in high school. So I was proud of myself because during this time, my father passed away
0: mm-hmm. when I was
1: in my last years of high school. I was a junior when my dad passed away. Mm-hmm. He died at a very young age, was 45. My dad was a great influence. Happy guy, uh, very positive, hard worker. Uh, he taught us... Uh, how to, you know, we went to the, the campus and the summer vacations. We would go and pick cherries uh, up in Traverse City, Michigan, way up north. Mm-hmm. I said, Dad, all the young kids, you know, take a break and they go on a vacation. They go to Texas. They go to the islands. They go to, the, you know, fishing. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go pick cherries. So we did that for many years during my high school years. And uh, I would have to get off. I mean, this is before I became the manager. This mm-hmm, is the time mm-hmm. I had more flexibility. And uh, and I told the the managers, I, I got to go with my family. We're going to pick cherries. And we'd do it together. And, <laughs> you uh, want
0: some? I'll bring you some, boss. We
1: have little <laughs> buckets. They give us like 50 yeah. cents a bucket back mm-hmm. then. And those were great times to be in. Uh, my mom and my dad out there, and my two sisters, and my, my brother and myself. I don't know. We made something like 800 bucks a, a season. For a couple mm-hmm. of weeks, in other yeah. Ways. That's what it was, man. It was good, good training. Uh, I dreaded it, having to get up at four in the morning, be out there by five thirty. So from sunset, to, I mean, to uh, sunrise to sunset. And then I, I guess uh, they just taught me how to work hard. I had to work hard, and I I kind of liked it. I said, man, I'm, I'm like my dad. We want to get things done right. Mm-hmm. Um, so when my dad passed away. Uh, I'm already a manager. Everybody in school and high school was real proud. They were all proud of me. Man, Joe Morales, yeah. GM of a Sheraton Hotel, luxury big hotel. As the, when my dad passed away, I went to a radio station, WPON, Pontiac. And I asked him if, uh, if I could do a, a radio show. I don't know, I just love the music that my dad played and it was a need or a niche. Mm-hmm. where I knew they needed Chicano music because there was a lot of Chicanos living up there. In the factories, migrant mm-hmm. workers, I mean, Detroit and Pontiac. Yep. They said, what? Yeah, I said, I'll play Spanish, Spanish language music. We call it Chicano music. So uh, they said, no, no, we're a rock station, music-driven. We don't block two or three hours a week for mm-hmm. just continuous rock. So we well, think about it because you're missing out on the Important segment of the marketplace. And Chicanos are buying power. They're buying cars. They're buying homes. And I'm already thinking, I want to educate these guys. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt that there was a need. My dad and I would talk about that. Mm-hmm. And my dad would tell me that. He said, no tenemos nada que escuchar aquí nosotros. Tenemos música. Tenemos artistas. And my dad was bilingual, even though he spoke more Spanish. He spoke English, but he had an accent, mm-hmm. I remember. <coughs> he had family from both sides of the border. This side in, uh, in Nuevo Laredo, mm-hmm. Mexico. Laredo, te- Texas. And so anyway, I went and approached him, and the guy s- they said, no, thank you, we're not interested in this format. I said, okay, it's the only station here at Pontiac. Thought I'd try it. Well, two weeks later, I get a call from the guy. His name was Steve Rivers. I'll never forget this guy because I came to work with him eventually here. Esteban Rios. (laughs) (laughs) Steve Rivers. Anyway, the boogeyman. He was on that rock station, Top 40. He was good, fun. So he says, you know what? I'm going to give you Saturdays, 12 to 2. I said, okay. He said, but I don't have a budget. I can't pay you. I said, no, no problem. uh, Can I charge for dedications? He said, I never thought of that. Sure. Can I charge a dollar per dedication? Sure. Do you got two hours? Can I stop whatever I want in an hour? He says, well, I don't stop all the time. I said, what about like five or six times? <laughs> he says, oh, okay, let's let's try it out. Within two weeks, without any promotion, no radio, no no I me, mean, no television, no billboards, none of that stuff. Just me on the air. Mm-hmm. Within two weeks, I will have stacks of envelopes about so high, $50, $75 a week. I said, I'm going to become a millionaire. (laughs) I like this. And I was playing these scratch records of my dad. Mm -hmm, Conjunto (laughs) Verdad, like I mentioned, Tony and Isidro Lopez, El Indio. Back then, yeah, the artists of that era. Pedro Ayala, Monarca from the Valley. And that's what I wanted to learn more about. This. I said, Man, this music is great, that I love conjunto music now. Mm-hmm. I guess from listening to it so much. He said, No, because estabas tu chiquillo te gustaba. I said, okay, yeah, I don't know what it is, that but I also like Motown and I like rock and roll and now that you know, I, I, just, I love, you know, Bob Seeger was from Detroit. That's did, when that's when you ch-
0: discovered you're a Chicano, you that's like it you, all. <laughs> you know, when
1: you realize you you like a little bit of everything. You know. yeah. A little country, Johnny Cash used to live about three blocks from us on Beverly Street, close to Fisher Body, close to Pontiac Motors, where my Mm -hmm. dad worked. He was working for Fisher Body. Johnny Cash. Cash. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I started doing well. Uh, That's when I started trying radio. I I didn't know how to speak on on the radio, on the phone. I mean, on the microphone. And I said, okay, un saludo para Juan González. And his wife celebrating their anniversary. As he being chopped, yeah. I didn't know what to say or how to say it. It was no yeah. decoration to the wording or whatever. También para Jenny Gonzalez and her 15th quinceañera. También para... Yeah. Just like that, I remember. Of course, my voice was a little different. También para Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> I said, man. Anyway. And this is how it all started. And then, you know, my mom... Uh, being a, a widow now, I said, Mom, don't you worry, Mom. I'm going to get educated still. I'm going to finish my, my college, and uh, I'm going to apply, and, and I'll work and, and uh, go to school and take care of you mm-hmm. and my sisters. So I I had family here in, in Austin. I had family in Rosenberg. So I said, I'm going to apply at UT Austin and see what happens. You have to be real smart. I said, I think I'm smart, but I don't know or if know I'm, somebody. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> no. in academics, yeah, I was good cause I, I, but I've always have lo- loved music. Forgot to mention that when I was in high school, they meant I played trumpet and band oh. and, uh, and bass. I, I played bass guitar, and I played uh, a little bit of everything. I did a keyboard, <clears throat> not great at any any of them. Trumpet, I was probably better in trumpet. I was always first chair. And he couldn't play Brick House. <laughs> That's another story. We'll talk <laughs> about that later. I learned how to thump, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you about the first bass that I bought, a little Fender Mustang. <laughs> and then I got the Precision, but uh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I bought him after I uh, i tried out with the band. <laughs> we won't mention it. <laughs> so I got accepted to UT Austin in the mid-70s, and here I come. I said, Tia, I'm going to be staying with you. I had an aunt that lived here on, uh, on Willow Street. Mm-hmm. So uh, – That was uh, my stomping grounds out there. Yeah, I moved. So I was from the east side all of a sudden. We were playing football. I made friends. We were playing football against Montopolis. Yeah. South, South Austin. And it was always fun. Did at House Park and different schools. It was always fun. So um, I'm helping the the Catholic Church, mid-'70s. They needed somebody to put together a booth. I'm not a carpenter, but I said, I'll do it. I can do it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 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 yeah, over there Joe's. Level it. Yeah, I leveled it good. And uh, so back then, uh, Martin Rosales was the announcer at KMXX. And he came to ask me, uh, what time do you guys open? I said, well, the ladies from the church are going to get here. I'm, I'm still working on the. Uh, I need a couple of nails. <laughs> so. Next year, you know, he says, Hey, you have a beautiful voice. I said, Well, thank you, sir. I'm RTF, radio, television, and Film, and uh, but I'm a freshman. And uh, he said, Well, no, I like your voice. Come and visit with me uh, this Saturday at 5 in the morning. 5 in the morning? Where, what? He said, KMXX, Perry Brooks building, downtown Austin. Okay, I'll be there at 5. I said, I wonder why 5 in the morning. Well, he used to do the morning shift on the weekends. So I get there at 4 in the morning. I couldn't sleep the whole night. I was anxious. I said, man, this is professional radio now. This guy's, they'd call him Davos de Oro or whatever. Wow. So I get there, and uh, I started falling asleep around 4.30. <laughs> <laughs> and then you were no, late. <laughs> said, no, it's th- this guy's not. And he didn't get there until it was like 6, 6.30. You <laughs> I was snoring good. <laughs> that was a I, I, I was not story. I thought I was dreaming of being on a motorcycle. <laughs> so next, you know, he's interviewing me, and he says, uh, I want you to do the news. Sure. Um, and what else? He said, well, let me hear you do the news. I said, are they written in Spanish or in English? They're written in English, but you have to do them, translate them to Spanish. I said, oh, hold on, because I... So my Spanish is kind of a just you know a couple of cuss words it, it's kind of <laughs> the domestic. important words, it's domestic <laughs> Spanish you know I can speak to my parents but it's not I'm not ready to do technical Spanish in the news um he said, well, just try your best and we'll get started. What do you mean we'll get started at seven o'clock we do the first newscast I said i uh Okay, where do I get the the news? We have UPI and Associated Press. So I, I ripped the teletype and started translating. And I had to call my mom long distance. Amma, ¿cómo se dice uh, <laughs> hostage? Because in, in Iran, they're holding all these hostages. Se dicen rehenes. Rehenes? I have never heard that word in my life, mom. No hay otra palabra más fácil. <laughs> Los hostages. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what actually you know is to, I said, no, this isn't going to work for me. I, did, I only had one paragraph for the newscast. <laughs> Estados Unidos impone sanciones económicas contra Estados Unidos, contra Iraq, I'm sorry, Iran, Iran, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm lost here. And then tomaron 300 rehenes americanos I'm doing the news like that. And I said, that's it. Joe Morales. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> this ain't going to work. This is not going to work. I said, no, you need somebody that's trained for this. I'm, I'm, you know, straight out of high school. You want me to do the news <laughs> in Spanish? Well, and, and when was that, Joe? This is 1976, 77. And then you did. Then I learned. Uh, but Yeah. But,
0: but you used, to, you used to do the University of Texas football oh, games yeah. in well, Spanish. Oh, yeah. this is way after that. But let me just yeah, show real, real quick. You I'm going to
1: condense it because I'm making it kind of long here. So eventually I learned the hard way. And I became fairly well, fairly good at uh, at reading and translating news and reading them in Spanish. Um, from there I became a morning personality. There it came at six, And then they sold. Back then it was uh, uh, Jaime Jose, Jaime Garcia. Roberto Sarecino Villanueva, Sunny Falcón, Mary um and Lupe, and I can't think of the other... Uh, uh Did you say Sunny Falcón? Sunny yeah. Falcón. Uh-huh. The King, King of Fajita yeah. King. So they were the owners. They sold to uh, Clear Channel. So all of a sudden, I lost my job. I said, what? What the heck? Now what am I going to do? I want to continue school. And, and be then a I musician. And then I got a call <laughs> uh, from San Antonio <coughs> Mm-hmm if I wanted to go work there and I got into sales. So it was very hard because I, you know, I said, I had to get out of school for a little bit to do that because I wanted to continue my broadcasting career. Mm-hmm. Came back to Austin um, and the rest is history. I, I had the opportunity to be the uh, PD, the program director for uh, K triple the general manager of KTXZ uh, and then, just my career started growing. I, I became an expert in informatics and programming and sales. And, how, uh, how many stations were
0: you in charge of down in the valley?
1: Oh well, not only was I in charge of the valley, I was overseeing the region. Now that's the so real
0: Grande Valley. That's right. You know, yeah. <clears throat> yeah.
1: So this, yeah, this happened way after. I mean, I, I was uh, before I went to the valley. Leonard, I was uh, imaging. I was doing. I was the official voice for many, many stations. Laredo Z ninety three, KXTN San Antonio. I was at every Dallas, Kick FM, uh, uh, KLAT and in Houston, KLTN Houston, and every market I was in three or four stations, different formats, different genres. Chicago, Miami, New York. All of a sudden I say, Okay, this is great, this is a blessing. And imaging is the, the voice that, that everybody it, it decorates the yeah. station. Mm-hmm. And now, another 40 minutes of hot continuous hits. For example, Y ahora más éxitos. Are you turning it <laughs> <laughs> So, thank you very much. So, yeah, uh, all these stations uh, working uh, in, you know, San Francisco, <coughs> San Diego, Arizona, Phoenix, Tucson, El Paso. I was in uh, every market you could imagine. Austin, I mentioned all the, you know, the Rio Grande Valley, Corpus Christi, and Mm -hmm. KSAB. So I was a voice for, you know, back then, KSAB, Tejano 99.9, KXTN, Tejano 107.5, KGBT-FM, KGBT-AM, Recuerdo Mm -hmm. 96.1, Amor, Los Angeles, K Love. Um, from that to Tropical Exterior Bx, puro tropical. <laughs> um, the, from salsa merengue, yeah. New Stations in Spanish. And I said, Wow, this is I guess my colleague. I got this is a blessing. And every station would pay me individually. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, My goodness, not worthy. So I'm here in Austin, I have my own studio. This is many years after the mm-hmm. beginning, of course. Um, and all of a sudden, I uh, am being asked to do the play by play for the Longhorns. And uh, in Spanish, I say, oh my gosh, here's another big challenge American football in Spanish. You know, where you call the quarterback Mariscal de Campo, the Corredores de Bola.
0: It's the running back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> linea <laughs> ofensiva, <laughs> linea defensiva. The linebackers went apoyadores. Ooh. And so I learned that terminology.
0: You and lost and me, and Joe. Ready, I, I was <laughs>
1: lost myself. <laughs> I narrated the long course for about 12 years, play by play. And then I had a chance to do the Cowboys for a couple of years. Then I worked for NFL Films. So I would be the voice that would do the highlights in Spanish mm-hmm. for the U.S., Mexico, Latin America. So I would be the voice that would go something like... Um, Roger Staubach, el mariscal de campo más prolifico de la historia de la NFL. ¿Qué dijo? Preciso. And you would be watching the highlights of you know, mm-hmm, Roger yeah, Staubach. Yeah. Or Lawrence Taylor, el apoyador central de los gigantes de Nueva York. Gran tacleador, feroz, fuerte, agresivo. And so I would be in sync C- can with you, the highlights. Can you
0: imagine somebody like me doing? You know, es el tackler de los. De los Giants. Este, mira, 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 anda corriendo. Pásale, pa, pa, tírale pa' allá, hombre. But
1: well, we had some no. great experiences with the Yeah, When I was doing the play, there was time. Then he had a, a booth for us at first. And I said, oh, well, here we go. They would have put me up in the bleachers. Or up in the, <laughs> like Leonard me, did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get to that story later. <laughs> Interesting enough, yeah, there was a couple of times when, you know, we were flattered because we were, at, like, on the 40, 50-yard line. Brent Musburger was in the other booth. And but I'm doing the play-by-play Yeah. <laughs> so they had the big, the, you know, the big setup. They had, you know, spotters and statisticians, and it was just Chewy, me, and, and Ruben. <laughs> but most importantly, I just want to tell you, it, it's been a great ride. It's been a great experience. But most importantly, I, I, um, I'm 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 a marketer. I'm a broadcaster. Uh, that's pretty well balanced in, in terms of uh, my experiences in, in, in selling radio and, and broadcast and, and, and doing marketing campaigns for advertisers. Um, I was fortunate enough to, to do voice work for a lot of the corporate companies, uh, from Coca Cola to Wrangler, Budweiser, McDonald's, I was Mac Tonight, Tony the Tiger, um, Captain Crunch, Professor Parrot um politicals from presidents George Bush mm-hmm. to uh back then Walter Duk- was it uh, Dukakis, Jesse Jackson Senators from Lloyd Benson you just name them all I was fortunate enough to be the voice of, of their national political campaigns mm-hmm. from that, uh, and I guess you know just being in even in movies and uh you know.
0: oh you were in the Alamo That's
1: right oh uh, sure I had speaking parts. I uh, kind of brag about that, but it was great because I, I was doing the voice uh, for you know uh, Jeep and Ford and Chevy national commercials. I did work with Selena and Emilio when they got the Coca Cola contract. I was the voice. Y ahora Selena para Coca Cola. Siempre tejano, siempre Coca Cola. Emilio became the voice for the Tejano Music Awards. For I don't know. 14, 15 years, um, introducing all the artists, worked with every host, uh, but I was the guy right next to uh, the stage.
0: With the headsets on,
1: the nominees <laughs> for most promising band, <laughs> Back then, way back. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I remember we, we met with Shelly Larios today. Yeah. there, Shelly and Selena. You know, I had my my stand and my my you know the announcer booth there joe joe i say hey, how's it going guys I'm, I'm i'm gonna do the uh the sponsors here so don't get in the way here we're live now mm-hmm. right thousands of people and shelly yeah. and selena came and grabbed the script and said okay brought to you by budweiser la cerveza más fría y que coca-cola siempre siempre so they're reading them they're trying to imitate me right yeah. <laughs> they walked away with the script So when the director's telling me, okay, Joe, we go out in 10 for the sponsorship, I said, I can't find the script. I think Selena and Shelly Lares took it. Um, Do you remember? I said, who is it? AC Delco? Who else is it? We're arguing back and forth. You got three seconds. (laughs) Two seconds. (laughs) 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 Oh, great. The Tejano Music Awards are being brought to you by Budweiser, La Cerveza Bien Fría, or The King of Beers, and then AC Delco. Coca-Cola, Siempre Tejano, Siempre Coca-Cola. And uh, he said, oh, you you did it? I said, find Shelly and and Selena. I'm going to choke (laughs) them in a little while when they get back over here, okay? But, uh, yeah, thank you. I've been uh, named, uh, you know, Manager of the Year when I was with Univision three years in a row. Um, A lot of accolades. Hispanic Magazine also gave me the Lifetime Achievement Award. Mm -hmm. Many awards. uh, I'm the type that I don't hang my... My plaques, otherwise I would have this warehouse full of them. I Modesty aside, I have so many plaques. This is
0: not a warehouse, brother.
1: I'm sorry. a studio <laughs> here. <laughs> it's, it, it's just a huge studio. It, it looks like it, but it's not uh, a warehouse. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I've been involved with our, in the community and helping uh, not only the Brown Santa, Blue Santa back then, and the Chamber of Commerce, Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I was a board member. Uh, even in South Texas. Um, so, so many things, man. I've, I've done everything from concerts, doing all the commercials for concerts, the big, big names. How and many
0: kids you got?
1: How many kids do I have? Yeah. I have four kids.
0: Four kids. Yes. Were they involved in all of this? No, with, uh, they were home uh,
1: while I was always working.
0: Did it, did any of them show any interest in, in, uh, in doing this?
1: My daughter Marina <clears throat> has uh, a record label and she's producing her artist, or her, her husband.
0: What's the record label?
1: Mar Records.
0: Mar. M-A-R?
1: M-A-R. Her name is Marina. Mm-hmm. Jerry Alvarez, her husband, is also a great uh, songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um, he's written songs for, you name the artists, from Elida Reina, Jake Pérez, uh, all the big Te- names. Tejano artists. Tala Tejano and... Mm-hmm. International. And even, yeah. There's been a, a lot of other artists that uh, recorded his songs. But... Uh, from concerts, like I said, television stations. Um, I was also the uh, in charge of concerts at the State Farm Arena. in South Texas, I was, you know, booking the bands, and uh, we brought artists from Leonard Skinner, ZZ Top, uh, George Strait, Elton John, Luis Miguel, Marco Antonio Solis, so many to name.
0: Mm-hmm. So I
1: learned from Vicente Fernandez to Juan Gabriel, Ana Gabriel, Rocio Durcal, um and I was the one that would.
0: So you would, met a lot of famous people. I did. I
1: have. Yeah. And you're one of them. You are. You are. I mean, in every, maybe not in the international, <laughs> but in Chicano music, you know? I'm glad to know Ruben and Little Joe and you. And to me, it, they're all the same. They're people. Uh, different talents. I don't play tennis, so you can't No, play well, tennis. it's okay. I, I, don't, play, you know, I play football. It's all good. <laughs> But, I, you know, I've done boxing matches, uh, I've narrated baseball, soccer. Uh, I'm not as good in soccer as I am in, in American football, but it's all good. I was a voice for the Texas Lottery for many, many years.
0: So and you would never, ever give me a winning number, man. Get well, on down. Well, we were just played by the book. We
1: <laughs> but, uh, you know, from doing motion picture trailers,
0: now Joe, now you retired, right? Huh? Yeah. You you retired when, from down in the valley yeah. and you came and you came back to Austin. Right. Why why Austin?
1: Oh, this I fell in love with Austin when I got here in the mid 70s. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with Austin. We used to drive by here all the time. But I, Austin is just the quality of life, the hill country, the lakes, the rivers. It's just incredible, shit, and, right? and you wonder why
0: people want to move to Austin.
1: <laughs> we, we
0: were talking today. We saw a, a, an old Austin city limit sign said 385,000, and I told my wife, <laughs> and she says, "God, Lee, when was that?" And I said, "We were here during that time. You were, yeah, I know." <laughs> and then you know, you see how how um, how the city has grown, and uh, is is there potential here for for Chicano? Mexican-American radio, because we have a station here in town. Oh, yeah. yeah and and work for and, it. And you work for it, and you're the GM. Este, um, but what do you see? Because, you know, in the past we've seen, we've seen people come, uh, big companies, conglomerates, buying up all the radio stations. And uh, there was a while there that uh, there was no Tejano here in Austin. And I was glad to be a part of that when we – got them because we formed the, what was, uh, is still known as the Austin Tejano Music Coalition.
1: That's right.
0: And uh, the objective there was to get a, a sp- Spanish language Tejano station because there was six, uh, six uh, Spanish language st- stations, but they catered all to, to the immigrant, I would say, the immigrant community. Sure. sure. And uh, <clears throat> so we were kind of just, uh, Bye. <laughs> well, it's interesting know.
1: that when we talk about the immigrants, um, the influx that we've had uh, of foreign nationals uh, in the past was predominantly from Mexico, and now they're coming from South America, mm-hmm. Latin America. Um, I'm talking about even Cubans and Puerto Ricans and everybody. Yep. Um, what, what happens here, though, the, and what makes it so unique about, about Texas in particular, this this state of Texas is bigger than some countries, bigger than Venezuela. It's the state, of the state of Texas.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The state of Texas used to be a country, a republic. So that's why there's this pride that we're so unique. We keep forgetting that Texas uh, it was a, it, uh, a republic. It, it was a country mm-hmm. uh, of its own. And so, so anyway, but yeah, it was predominantly Mexican-American or Mexican. And then, of course, in the 1800s, you know, became... Part of the U.S. and they they they, they separated us with the, the at the river, the Rio Grande River. That's when they did crack they, it, and then they call town. it Rio Grande mm-hmm. River, but in Mexico they call it Rio Bravo. Rio Bravo. Same mm-hmm. same river, but our music, our culture is a little different. Even our language, we speak Spanish, but it's Mexican American Spanish, mm-hmm. right? A little different. That's We're right. proud of that. Yes, we can mix both languages, Spanglish, call it whatever you want close switching mm-hmm. um but that's, that's how we communicate and we're that's home for us yeah if we have to speak only english we can do it if we have to speak spanish we'll do the best we can
0: <laughs> that's right? we'll do the best we can now that's as right. we
1: talked about the influx of foreign nationals that, that comes into uh, to the u.s they come into the u.s um interesting enough though they eventually get acculturated and then assimilated Culturated is when you still have ties. First, second, third generation has ties with their culture of origin. But it's, it, it, if after fourth or five generations have become assimilated, they have no ties with their culture of origin. Yeah. They're all Americans. Their last name becomes Guzman, Villarreal. They don't, you know, they sure they eat Mexican food, but they don't think of it as that's the food of my culture of origin. <laughs> you know, that's food from Mexico. We, or or we, Mexican style,
0: right? In boot camp, uh-huh. in, in the Marine, Marine Corps boot camp, we have there was a guy Rodriguez, and they say Rodriguez, here, sir. <laughs> I mean, we knew what we were talking about. They knew what they were calling <laughs> <"Rodnigues."
1: laughs> But you know what? It's such a beautiful state. Uh, we love Texas. We're proud to be from Texas, and we're glad that uh, we have our unique, universal culture here—music, food. Um, so. And you know
0: what, Joe? We're Chicanos. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: You know, we're we're Chicanos and uh, Mexican-Americans, you know, este, and proud of that heritage. You know, este, I remember my mom didn't like for, for us to use the word Chicano, you know, and, you know, because when she was a kid, that was like a, a chiquero.
1: It had a negative connotation. There yes. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. And, but uh, when I was, you know, in the 60s, you know, early 60s, man, I'm glad to say. I used to say I was a Mexican. Viva, pan, viva Mexico, you know, viva Mexico. And, uh, were you allowed
1: to speak Spanish in, in school?
0: Uh, well, no, we'd get whipped. <laughs> yes, we
1: were. <laughs> we, we talked about that earlier. They used to fine us <laughs> five cents a nickel.
0: Well, they used to give us five hours detention hall. And then us, uh, and I brought this up with uh, Alfredo and, and uh, his mom, uh, Norma, from Tortilla Factory, I said, you know, we play football, six period, you go to the principal's office for five hours, they give you five licks. Go to fr- football practice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> but that, I mean, yeah. and, and that's the way it was, man. You know, but, uh, they but, didn't.
1: You know, it's interesting how even our ancestors were not allowed to uh, to speak. My grandfather told mm-hmm. me about some experiences. He said, we don't, he would tell me, he was in New Brownfields, and he said, we don't serve Mexicans. He says, entonces trae me a cheeseburger. <laughs>
0: we'd, go, we'd go into a place and say, Do you serve Mexicans here? And they say, Oh, yes, we do. It would bring me a dozen, please.
1: <laughs> but, you know, my grandfather uh, used to be on a horse and buggy, carreta. And he would tell me, No, hombre, vamos para la capital. And uh, it was just all dirt, dirt roads back then. Mm hmm. And there was a lot of bootleggers back then, a lot of bandits. You had to carry a, you know, a rifle. But en y and he was unafraid. afraid.
0: You know, luces loses.
1: And imagine that. Imagine that.
0: And you're afraid t- to go outside here, man.
1: pues es que tienes ahí tigers and bobcats and and you got everything out here. <laughs> People need to know where you're at here. No, no, ni les digas. No, no. It's a beautiful place you have here, by the way. Thank you, man. How many acres?
0: Uh four hundred
1: and fifty. Really? Come on. No, 55 a little over five. Five <laughs> acres, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful spread here. Beautiful land. Basque you took forever to open up the front gate. And Era was <laughs> But no, no, beautiful setup here. I'm very impressed. Hey, tell
0: me about uh when when you came to Texas and to play bass.
1: That wasn't uh, it <laughs> was uh, something I uh, planned to visit with you about, but, um,
0: no, you, but you just, know,
1: it's a funny story. It's just <laughs> one of many stories. <laughs> so I just started learning the, the scales on the bass guitar that I had a, a Fender Mustang, small little bass, mm-hmm. Fender. And I was learning, I was learning the, the you know, the scales and I was learning, uh, how to read music and I could do like the Johnny Carson over. <laughs> so, um. Uh, Next, you know, uh, Johnny Alba. He said, Joe, you know what I play?" I said, I'm learning. I'm learning right now. I'm just learning the scales. and, It's bass clef. It's not the same thing as, you know, Trouble treble clef. And I used to play trumpet, but I'm, I'm going to learn it. He said, yeah, well, there's a band that needs a bass player. I said, oh, really? <laughs> I said, no, nah, I'm not ready for it. He said, yeah, man, the okio. Just improvise it. I said, they just said, dude, I've only been at it for about two or three weeks, but uh, <laughs> you know. Uh,
0: I thought he said two or three years. No, no, no,
1: two or three. I said, are you serious? He said, yeah, they're in dire need of a, a bass player, man. Come on, bring your bass. I said, hombre, I, 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 I've were playing with the band, so he says, go over there, man. I'm sure you're gonna, you know, you're gonna enjoy it. just for the experience. You you were performing in Macarios, right? Mm-hmm. Macarios. So. The first thing you know, they say, "Okay, Joe, you don't play uh, Brick House." No, I don't know how to play Brick House. Don't
0: get us to Detroit.
1: Well, see, I, I, <laughs> yeah, but I, 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 knew, I knew the song, I knew the Commodores, but I didn't know that I was going to be playing it on stage. <laughs> I was just learning the scales. So next thing you know, uh, uh, yeah, all right, guys, let's, here we go, and the band started: Bump, bum, 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 bum. I didn't know how to thump. It's a style where you use your thumb to pop the, the bass. And I I did it with my index finger. Bam! And it no salía bien. And I started getting this look from Joe, Joe Ramos. He looked at me like, no, that's... And I was already behind me. Dun dun dun, 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 I said, no, I don't... I'm thinking to myself, they didn't even let me practice, and I got to do this now. And I had never played this song before. Yeah. I knew a couple of others, you know, uh, but I, I can't remember <laughs> the songs. So anyway, uh, embarrassing. So after the first song, it, Joe, Joe Ramos came up to me He said, "Joe, uh, listen, uh, we got another bass player here. He can thump and he can he can play a lot of this music. Not a problem. Can I have no can, problem.
0: Can he play maracas?"
1: I said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> "He said, if you want, I can sing." He Said, "No, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> so that was, the, that was the end of my bass playing career with street people. Uh, one song, and we barely finished it. <laughs> Next time, allow me to practice with the band. You, Please. Because musicians of your caliber, they all know the songs, everybody's practiced and played with different bands here. So for me, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm new at this. I'm, I just got the bass guitar, and all of a sudden I'm playing with a professional band. <laughs> And they want to play brick House. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I don't even know how to thump. Oh, hey, that's one thing you and I discussed. I said, damn it, dude, next time I was gay. Mm. That was embarrassing.
0: But you, but, you know, but, and, but you sing my songs, man. Yeah, well. And, the problem and, is and I don't want to overshadow you. I think it's I know, better than you do. But you don't want to get on stage. I call you up, and they, they tell them I'm in the <laughs> restaurant. Tim, what do
1: you know the lyrics? <laughs> I get to the ombigo part and I forget the rest. You okay,
0: start laughing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so don't ask me to go up on stage in front of everybody. I mean, I was going to say, nope, I ain't going to do it. I don't know why he's asking me to come up. I'm not you know, going to go.
0: Joe, um, how old are you? 63. 63.
1: Born in 59. Healthy. Bless, gracias a Dios, taz, and I uh, hope taz, that I can live. Poquito, Thank yeah. you, bro. I hope so. I'm glad. I feel that way. Bien parecido, bro. I know I am. I just, uh, <laughs> I can't wait to tomorrow because I get better looking every day. No, you know what? Hey, you know, we're happy. Yeah. We're blessed. We got health. We got family and uh, good friends. And that's what life's all about, right? And I have this yep. uh, way of thinking. My philosophy is that uh, when you smile at, at life, life will smile back with you. And you know, and that's why I always have goodwill, uh, a good rapport with everybody. Everybody's important, everybody's special. And I treat everybody the same. So I've dealt with, you know, millionaires, superstars. Mm-hmm. And I also deal, I've dealt with the, the gardener, the dishwashers, and to me, they get the same respect. Same, yeah. and respect. then I treat them all as And same. then musicians, you know. <laughs> especially, uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, no. It, you know, I admire uh, musicians and the talent. That's a special talent. We are, we're all born with a special talent and a purpose in life. I guess it took me many years to realize that this was my talent. Uh, and sometimes I wonder, why am I still doing this? I can't leave it as much. Sometimes I want to. I want to just go and travel and go fishing and just get away for many years.
0: Where can we go, man? Let's I get know, in that I bus know, but I,
1: it's... Uh, I can't. I have an obligation. I feel good. I, sometimes I, I dread it in this instance. I say, well, I guess I'm here for this reason, and, and I thank God that I still have my voice. Uh, I don't use drugs. I don't drink anymore. Uh, and I'm a happy guy. So. No, no tomas? No mas agua. Y, y consejos no. Y consejos no. once no, it, I, you know, I always want to learn, by the way. I do want to learn mm-hmm. every day. I want to learn at least one thing. One thing. Every day. That's all I mean, just one. If I can learn one different thing every day, I'm doing good. So I read. Um, I I visit with a lot of people. They call. I get a lot of phone calls on the radio, and I, I visit with them. I give everybody a little time. Mm-hmm. Not too much time, but at least uh, a minute, two minutes, and... Uh, and Maybe, and,
0: and and you have good listeners on on your on your show. Yeah, yeah. I, I know you do. um <clears throat> I mean, p- here in Austin, you know, it's a yeah. pues Joe Morales. Is it a beautiful? Isn't yeah. it a beautiful. Yeah. And
1: and you earn the respect when you when you care when you when you genuinely care, mm-hmm. right? You can't be a phony. And in radio, you can't be a phony. I mean, sure, um, I play all types of music. Tejano, mm-hmm. but uh, different genres. I mean, conjunto, cumbias, rancheras, boleros. Um, and people relate, and everybody has their own taste. Everybody likes it. Yeah, I like pitos, I like trumpets, horns. que gusta la Some people like rancheras, some people like boleros, romantic ballads. So everybody's got their own story. Um there's a poem that my dad would read to us when we were little, and I never understood it. Now I can... Do you want me to try to... Yeah. A yeah. unless you
0: want No, no, let's go ahead, because I've tried a few poems for myself. You know, Rose are Red, Violets are Purple.
1: Oh, that's the that's one.
0: Great. Tastes like Maple syrup
1: or something like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the Cidereta was a, a beautiful poem that uh, my dad read and uh, just give me a few seconds in because it goes something like this and I wish we had a little bit of music you don't have any sl- piano music right no
0: I don't but I can get over there on the piano and can you play it we don't have any microphones over there probably
1: wouldn't be able to hear it camina despacio entre el ruido y la prisa y piensa en la paz que se puede encontrar en el silencio y cuando sea posible y sin rendirte Mantén buenas relaciones con todas las personas. Anuncia tu verdad en una manera serena y clara. Y escucha a los demás. Incluso el torpe y el ignorante, también ellos tienen su propia historia. Descarta a las personas ruidosas, son un fastidio para el espíritu. Y si te comparas con los demás, te volverás vano y amargado. Porque en este mundo siempre habrá personas más grandes y más pequeñas que tú. Tú eres una estrella en el universo. Eres una gran criatura. No menos que las plantas y las estrellas. Tú tienes derecho a existir. Y aunque te resulte bien o no... El universo marcha como quiera, por eso debes estar en paz con Dios, cualquiera que sea tu idea de él, y sean cualquiera tus trabajos y aspiraciones, Dios siempre estará ahí para ti. Esfuérzate por ser feliz.
0: That's good Joe, yeah. why don't
1: we put that on my next CD man. I've heard you in a, in a couple of recordings. You do a great job. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, no, that, that's that's uh,
0: touching. Yeah, you know, as to, and then especially coming from your dad, that you know, something that you pass on. You know, as to <clears throat> was Joe. You know, you don't know how glad I am that you came by, man. You know, as Thank to, you, I, I wish we had another three hours to or five hours, however long it takes, because I, I know I know you have a, have a good uh, history, a great history, as to, and you've been places that uh, many of us wish just to be around, you know, just to see, because I'm one of these, I, I don't really, you know, we, I've met a lot of famous people, but I don't go hang out, you know, and let's take pictures here, you know, stuff like I, I I've just never never done that. And sometimes I wish that I had, because you know they're, you know these these are people that were had influences in me and in other a lot of other people, and um, to see how these f- famous famous people treat us just like we're one of them. Yeah.
1: Yes. You know, well, you're you know you're a star also. <laughs> you're a star. You're you are very gifted, great personality, very charismatic. Very positive. You do well. You do good to people. Um, you have a beautiful wife and, and kids. Hey, so you, you're doing a lot, a lot of good things. You're contributing to to uh, the well-being of our society. And, and I, what are you doing?
0: I'm, I'm taking out some money. I'm going to pay you. You don't have to pay <laughs> me for this.
1: And you know, and you got a great that sense that. of humor. <laughs> your jokes. You need to improve on your jokes. <laughs> Other than that you have a lot of great traits i admire that uh, because i know that you're also you know trustworthy you uh a uh, family man man i can i can give you 10 great you know traits that you have that i admire you can remember <laughs> write them <it> down no. <laughs> there's room for opportunity there no think it is no no i appreciate that you're a you know you're the type that returns phone calls you're, uh, you're like I said, you're always reliable. We know that you're always going to be there. Somebody needs, you know, to talk to somebody. You're there. Um, very accessible, very approachable, uh, very talented uh, in, in music. I know you play horn también, and I know that you're a great singer. You, you care about the Chicano community, the Mexican-American community. ¿Te preocupa el bienestar de la comunidad? ¿No quieres que nadie se aproveche right? That's you're right. always, you're always right. in the forefront fighting. Uh, you're an advocate. Uh, I know that. When it comes to cultural uh, things in, in, our, in our community, and when it comes to music, uh, opportunities, people that say, look, you can get help. You help the musicians. You inform them of opportunities to get help here and there. So, I, I commend you on that. I, I like that about you, and that's why you're a friend of mine.
0: Well, I thank you. I thank you much for that, Joe. You yeah. know, As to, and uh, I see you doing a lot of things like that too. You know, as to I, I've I'm one that I've never wanted more. I've just wanted to have the equal chance opportunity to do it as anybody else. You know, and. Um, when somebody tells somebody they can't, I'll say, why? That's right. <laughs> you know.
1: That's right. You know, so... Um, th- Thank you for being uh, always uh, in, in front of our people and, and caring. And, and, uh, and when we have similar traits, that's why we have common ground, common interest. That's a good deal. Uh, when you have two people in a boat uh, it's better than having just one, you know, especially when the boat's sinking or Uh-oh. having issues. Or you're having to paddle Bollando people on circles. <laughs> y vueltas ¿Sabes
0: <laughs> It looked yeah. good on paper.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, can I share a story real quick, talking about mm-hmm. a boat? Uh, you remember Roy Montelongo? Yeah. Tejano music legend mm-hmm. también, one of the one of the yes. pioneers también. Mm-hmm. And we had a uh, young lady by the name of Terry Elena, used to work with me at KMMM. I remember. So they invited us to be in a, in a canoe race and we were going to compete against KHFI, Case 101 KVET, all the stations, KUT. And mm-hmm. So we were the last ones to get there. <laughs> and I wasn't expected to be in the race. I was well, you know, I was a was GM. Be- that was
0: because you had to show ID at the gate. <laughs> I, I was wearing a,
1: a white shirt and a tie. And I showed up and said, yeah, well, Lenny ain't going to make it. And you're going to have to help us. Roy and Terry are going to be in the canoe. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, my gosh, you kidding. I can't let you guys down. I'm going to get it. So I got in the canoe, and it, the moment I got on, we tipped over <laughs> <laughs> on the edge of the, the banks here on the river. Town Lake. Town Lake. Lady Bird. So Lake. yeah, <laughs> Lady Bird. So we uh, <laughs> turned, the, flipped it over and emptied the water, uh, the canoe, rather. Um, we did it again, and we flipped over again. <laughs> I was who are those guys? And that's the that Tejano Station. <laughs> I can hear him talking. Who is that? Who are those guys? Those clowns that keep... So Roy's now upset because he's all wet and muddy. And Terry Lynn had a dress. She wore a summer dress, <laughs> a set of shorts. I'm wearing a white shirt and a tie, and I'm muddy now. Okay, full of seaweed all over the place. You <laughs> can imagine. Um, we finally lined up after about 20 minutes, and they had to wait for us, and they did. So we take off. The race starts. We're going to end up over here where the boat races used to be held right here in mm-hmm. Town Lake. Lake. So we started, I don't know, Congress Avenue. We had a long way close to the dam. You know how we had to come around? Yeah. So we, I was at the back and we had never been in a canoe before. We're going in circles. <laughs> okay. And everybody's <laughs> way ahead of us. Young kids, you know, no shirts, shorts. I mean, they were they, they dressed appropriately. I'm wearing a white shirt, a tie. <laughs> 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 Terry oh. Lennon had a summer dress full of mud and seaweed and Roy. Um, be Too <laughs> just <page>. ups, Upset. <laughs> upset, okay? <laughs> I say, hold on, guys. Hold on. You know what? Uh, we're totally off here. We're in last place right now. Uh, what we're going to do is just do one, two, three, shift, one, two, three. I'll be in the back maneuvering the, uh, you know, position that we'll take. So, here we go. One, two, three, shift. One, two, three, shift. And all of a sudden, we pass one canoe. And we passed two canoes. Three canoes. We ended up in second place.
0: I thought they were on their way back.
1: No, we ended up in second place. <laughs> and there was nobody there to cheer us on. No. No. But we came out in second place. And what I was trying to... Ex- I guess the... The reason why I'm bringing this up because we were in sync, we were together, mm-hmm. and we wanted. We were determined to win. So I'll never forget that, Roy. Well, I can bust this guy, But Terry, and I talk about <laughs> it sometimes. So. We were the What's least that? likely to succeed in that race, and we came in second place. Yeah,
0: they—they they were faking it. They were setting us up.
1: Passing <laughs> the other canoes, they were tired. And we kept going. We didn't stop. <laughs> and some of them had three guys. We had Terry, Elena. Summer dress. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Just, you know, that uh, determination. When you want something bad enough, you'll move heaven and earth to get
0: it. Hey, Joe, tell me a good joke.
1: A good joke? Okay, so, uh, oh, my gosh, I'm not a comedian, but I'm <laughs> a turtle. You know how he walk so slow? There was a turtle on the side of the road, walking very, very slow. I even a tortuga in slow motion, one step at a time. One step at a time, he was very real slow. When, he got, when she got to the curve, but there was another turtle right there. He chocó, he wrecked with the other turtle. That pegó. Big wreck. He said, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? And the other turtle says, well, I think so, but my neck hurts a lot. He said, well, let me call the turtle ambulance. Well, they, a, a they got there about five days later and uh, they put him on the stretcher They you went to the hospital and uh, estaba hospital but they got to the hospital like about five days later I mentioned right They got those camareras come 10 days later so what happened what happened he says I don't know everything just happened so fast.
0: it all happened so fast (laughs) I like that that one about I like that one that you said about the you know I can't hear out of this year (laughs) and I don't understand out of this other one (laughs) go talk
1: to my wife (laughs) it's been a
0: pleasure buddy thank you so much for having me thank you so much did. and uh yeah, no, I, I really, really appreciate it, and uh, we'll uh, see what happens here in the future, man. I'll be here. All right,
1: I'm um, just a phone call away from you, brother.
0: This is Joe Morales from uh, Austin, Texas. Now he's um, been here a friend, and uh, Joe, good evening. Thank you so much, and thank you for coming out to my
1: show every afternoon on KOKE, sixteen hundred AM here in Austin, Texas, three to six, playing your favorite Tejano hits. Thank you again we <laughs>